and welcome to the Sparkle Pod, Move It Mama's very own podcast. A community connected through exercise, but so much more. The Sparkle Pod aims to sprinkle a little bit of everything, from sparkle and sunshine to our daily grind and rigmaroles. We hope you enjoy. Hi everyone. Welcome back to the potty. Just thought we would check in as we didn't upload the episode we were meant to last night. We had an amazing guest, but the sound quality was very poor, so we are going to redo it this weekend at some stage. Thought it was fair we greet you with some more wardrobe waffle, as we know how much you're enjoying it. It's just me and Jess again, as Shara is a busy bee working away with her full-time job with Northern Districts Cricket. Jessie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Um, well, the sun is shining. Uh, I just had far too much of a delicious lunch you know <laughs> so did I um can we get a shout out for mince leftovers yeah really funny because I just when we chatted just as we we're about to start the podcast I said I just really needed to have lunch and it was so good I had leftover mince and she was like same so did I and I said I put a hunk of blue costello in mine and melted it in the microwave <laughs> <laughs> and I know that sounds stinky and foul Gosh, it was good. Meanwhile, I put a big chunk of sour cream, excuse me, and a big chunk of avocado on the top as well. And I had mine on a bed of rice, which for anyone following along on my Instagram stories, I should also have done a bed of chopped spinach. But I've been sort of over consuming spinach the last few nights. Oh, yeah, because of your garden. So I don't have any spinach in the moment. You should give me some, really. I should get some. I had mine on a bed of edamame bean noodles, which I found in the supermarket, which are just going mm. down a treat. Our kids mm-hmm. don't like them, which I actually really like to have things that the kids don't like because then it's just more for <laughs> me. But I also popped, um, I you know, I say I popped a knob of blue Costello. I also put a bit of uh, mozzarella as well because just cheese and mince and noodles and... Oh, and I had two eggs. Like Did you? Boiled Yum. eggs that I kind of opened on top. Yum. I'm just worried about your mic situation at the moment because of the lines. Anyway, I'm not really sure what to do about that. So I'm kind oh, of distracted no. by your story. Well, let's um, just do this quick, a 20-minute one in case it's just not going to work. And then again, we won't be able to upload it. Hmm, such fun. Hey, um... Two eggs, well, the eggs with mince is the boss. That's the best combo I could actually have is probably two eggs with mince. So I have a weird thing about this. So I agree. But I get a conflict of interest because sometimes I just like an egg to just be the egg and not yeah. mix it. Mm, I, yeah, I'm, I don't. I like it with with something. <laughs> oh yeah are you still a bit um thinking about the line with my mind yeah yeah a little bit but we'll see how we go um because I can I... sense your um you're not really present in this chat <laughs> <laughs> how many podcasts have we done that haven't made it to ear yeah I know <laughs> so um I had something to tell you oh I've forgotten I was going to tell you something um Good content, great listening. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. okay, I we have got quite a few episodes that we haven't uploaded, and that's okay because we've uploaded quite a few. 
So counteract. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can we just say thank you once again while 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 we're talking about it um, for so many people listening to this podcast because often we walk away from our wardrobes and think, what the heck did we just say? And is it interesting? <laughs> and oh, by, thought... <laughs> yeah, by the feedback, Lisa's learning as, as she goes through this podcast, some f- fundamental skills. Um, but as <laughs> we get so much feedback about great listening, so we'll continue doing them so long as we get that. Do you know, I feel like I've had musings over the last month. I'm a muse <laughs> or I have heard, had learnt some musings or something. <laughs> Like I have learnt that I say like a lot, so that's what I need to work on now. Mm-hmm. But I'm much better at listening. That's because I put myself in an uncomfortable situation and listened to myself host podcasts and realised that I needed to shut up. Mm. Number two is normalising actually just chat is actually <laughs> quite refreshing. And the fact of the matter is so many people are getting enjoyment out of hearing our normal chat that it's great to just have normal chat, open, vulnerable, real chat for people to feel like they can relate to. Do you want to say chat a few more times? Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. And I think even to the person that you just saw a few hours ago who said something about our um, washing machine chat and the way we do washing and don't hang it out and my currently is still sitting in the washing machine from this morning I will go and hang it out when I'm finished I hope but um and how she said like I just like even there I mean I put my washing in the washing machine just so the laundry looks tidy I do exactly the same thing and so do you I'm like lolling because I was all efficient putting the load on before school dropped. Same. And yep, it's all same. clear in there, but it's still in there. Yeah. And I was like, right, I'll put it on now rather than put it on when I get home. I'll put it on now and I'll hang it out before Bo goes down for his nap. Nope. I know. I had a physio appointment at 9.30. I was coming home after school drop and preschool drop and I got home at about 10 to 9 and I thought I'd quickly hang the washing up. But then I started making the coffee and I was like, well, I can't do that now and I don't want to rush my coffee because then that's the most important part. So the washing is still in the machine and it's a very big load and I'm at a... I'm at a crossroads is what to do after this chat, Jess, because I actually have stuff I need to do that might be more important than hanging out the washing. Yeah, let's just think, let's get all Stephanie Mitzi, let's get our mother into us after we're finished and just get on with it, as she should, would say. Should, should I go horrified. hang mine out now while you chat mm. and then you chat and then I'll chat while you, okay. Absolutely not. No, no, absolutely not. Oh, no, I have this thought that I might need to go and do it. No, 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 no. But this does remind me of, and I've got this window open on my computer that I'm looking at right now that says feeling blah during the pandemic because we're concentrating, I think, on things that like make us feel the opposite of blah, which is, and we'll prioritize those over things like washing, like the coffee. You have to have that perfect moment for that coffee and that comes before the washing. And sometimes that coffee is so important for your mental health, just sitting down and relaxing and enjoying that coffee, that, you know, it's worth the washing sitting there for another couple of hours. I know, but guess what? This is something that I've learned from Christchurch. So at the moment it's windy outside, but it's a hot wind. Yes. So where we were raised, there was never a hot wind. 
And so we no. could actually pop our washing out right now and it would probably be dry by five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's move on from the washing. We're it's not hanging it out. It would be dry, yeah. Jess. It's 19 degrees outside with a hot wind. Hang it out before you do pick up, okay? You've got like a while, so just let's move on. Okay. Uh, you were going to say, oh, I know. What I want to say is um, today was my first coffee in peace and I know it's not that big a deal because we have people over in Australia, the rest of the world in Auckland that are still in lockdown. But I want you to know that we're thinking of you, but I also want you to know that the coffee in peace was just so good and that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, cool. Um, you're entitled to say that you enjoy that, even though, you know, people are um, otherwise in different situations. I think that's okay. Um, we always worry so much about what we say, don't we? I had a conversation today um, where I asked, so Australia, it's a national, it's Australia's day called Are You Okay Day? I saw you talk about this on your Instagram story earlier. Are You Okay Day is... A sort of what would you call it a um like it's an ad a, a, a day that like advocates for suicide prevention and you know learning to ask people are they okay and make sure that you provide them the space like a safe space for them to actually answer the question because I feel like so often conversations are so fleeting eh like hey you okay or hi how are you yeah good like always and I've had this comment like uh, always that's 80% of the conversations you have isn't Um, it I just got a message on my um on the move it mama like page like a private email message and it was from somebody that said uh, um it was a thank you message but the first paragraph was dedicated to the fact that I checked in with her last year to see if she was okay and she yep. said she was okay, but she actually wasn't okay. But she just said she was okay because that's what everybody did. Uh, and then it's not till now she's realized, oh, my gosh, I wasn't okay. I'm well, okay now, but thank you for checking in with me. And also, mm. like, it's just it just made me aware that so many people probably, as you're saying, probably just say, yeah, that, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Um. Yes, I know some, one mum in particular, we've talked about this a bit at drop-off, that we often see each other in drop-off. She's in Move It Mama too, and she – you know, we always just say it's so like fleeting because often I've got like Bo in the car. So I'm aware that he's probably crying, wondering where I am. And, you know, so I'm quick in and out. And but anyway, someone. Yeah. Anyway, I know that we have this conversation where you actually don't really even get the time to sit and discuss that further. So often you talk like online or through Messenger or something like that more than in person. But I think it's so important to talk in person and actually have the time and provide make sure when you are asking the questions I don't know how I even got onto this subject but we were going to get there but when you ask the question making sure you've got the time to sit back listen and like actually be there to hear someone out yeah you know what I was thinking that when I put it on my Instagram and said you can count, you know, you can reply to me or chat to me. And I was thinking, right, I need to make sure I create space in this day or two to be able to, to respond. be able to re- respond and um, make sure I am listening. But do you know what else I was just thinking while you were chatting? And this is so I have never been diagnosed with any mental illness, but mm. I often am riding waves, and mm-hmm. often I don't feel like I am okay. And mm. a lot of the time, though, people kind of 
and I, I'm not pointing finger at anybody here, but a lot of the time, because I am seemed deemed to be quite a strong person, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really take me seriously when I say oh, I'm actually really struggling right now. And mm. and I, I know that I will ride the wave and I've got tools that I can, but it is mm. nice when someone actually acknowledges like, you know what? And I do have a really good friend that does do that. Oh, I've got a couple and that's great that I've got that. But some, you know, just be wary that there could be someone out there that is normally so um, strong, gives off that strong vibe, but maybe they just need to be listened to. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm not very good at, like, uh, uh, like I'll say, yeah, 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 it's shit, it's shit to you, eh? but I'm probably not very, um, like I probably shun you away a bit with it. Maybe that's because I'm so close to you that I know that you'll come out the other side very quickly anyway. So <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do, but it's I do good. think you are quite good. And I think if I, like, yeah, you do sort of um, – you sometimes know, I think you know when you need to be a bit um, hard More. on me though because sometimes I'm a bit over the top with my musings. <laughs> musings. But, you know, I just think um, sometimes musings. I really feel low and I feel shit and it is nice to actually um, un- be understood. Yes. Um, this is where I was going. Oh, I, I had a point to this story, but it was about a conversation I had today in the flesh. It was the very start of this story that I said on this podcast was that I, um, oh my gosh, I've lost it again. Where is my brain? Oh, like I overanalyzed what I had said to this person. So I went back home and I thought, oh gosh, I think I just implied something so shit. And I did not mean to imply that I need to message this person and say, but the nature of the conversation was, are you okay? How's it going with X, Y, Z? And it was actually like a good conversation that I've been meaning to have for a while. And it made me realize that like, other than the fact that I overanalyzed afterwards and sent a follow-up message, it made me really mindful of needing to actually have the time and creating the space to be there to listen and to answer and maybe help take action and also to follow up like you know I'm thinking say grief specifically with someone dealing with grief like you know often people are so supportive in the weeks of someone passing and then suddenly those people don't get anyone asking about are they missing that person now or you know and it's reminded me of people that I should check in with because they lost someone recently but you know at that time I messaged but I might not have for ages yeah I know and then you've got to also remember that you are human and that you can't always remember these things but I totally um I think the more we go through life and the more um that things happen around us the more we're more we are more aware of Mm. how to be a good friend yeah yeah and I I was yeah it was funny because I think as humans I think we all have these similar kind of thoughts or um, processes because I was speaking to somebody at preschool today um, possibly it was the same person I'm not sure but <laughs> she was saying how when she saw Emma to congratulate her she wasn't really in the mental space to tell Emma how incredible mm. she thinks she is mm. and so she said could you just tell her that I'm sorry that it was a bit warped by the situation that we were in at the time mm-hmm. um, that and so I shared that on, I, I said to her 
oh, I don't want to tell her. Emma will get a big head. And then I thought, don't you, really, you know, <laughs> that's just a joke. Emma doesn't yeah. have a big head and I will tell Emma. So I quickly on my way home sent Emma a voice message just to tell her about this person, thinking about mm. her and, and feeding that back. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm sure it would have made Emma's day, you know, just to hear that. And mm-hmm. so it, it reaffirms that as we go on and live our lives, we all have some kind of, um, you know, we, we overthink or we think we haven't done enough or what can we do to make things better? And I suppose that's part of being a good human being though, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I, just so you know, the last time we spoke about what I'm not good at, which was one of them was being a friend. I actually had a few friends tell me that I was good at it. So that's cool. You're such a kind friend. I think (laughs) the thing is, I'm the same as you. Like I've got a really close friend of mine that I just haven't actually had a proper Mm. conversation with in months. And Mm. I, I I know I need to do that, but I know that also it's going to be fine, and it doesn't make me less of a good friend. So I think we need to remember that as well. Yeah, and do you know another what? friend that actually texted me last night, and I said, "Oh shit, sorry, I haven't replied to your previous message." And she's like, also got two young children, and she was like, "Jess, oh my god, it's not about that. I don't give a shit." Like, mm. hello, you you know, you just know that people are busy, and and it gets lost yeah. very easily. And they're the people you want in your life too. Hey, can I just tell you what I'm looking at? And it's just so depressing. So I bought um, clothes for my children (laughs) from the Minty sale. Minty is like, I get it online, but I never buy it unless it's on sale because it's expensive. It's very good quality. Anyway, one item in particular, I keep forgetting, (laughs) but every time I wash it, it's my child's, my five-year-old, four-year-old's taints everything like a green and Dan's G-Star jersey that was cream is now like off minty green mint and minty how funny is that and my (laughs) G-Star t-shirt that you loved the other day that I wore on Father's Day that's gone and this but this top that Tay has is an expense you know really great good quality supposedly but it's like discoloring all my washing which is why I just shouldn't do washing which is why yeah if you were a good you know, wife and housewife, you would have washed that separately, Lisa. I think Dan might have put the load on. <laughs> no. just say that. It's probably got some bloody thing on the instructions to wash it separately, which is total rigmarole. I wouldn't have even bought it if I knew that. No. I mean, who buys a four-year-old a top that you have to wash separately? No, exactly. Um, I wonder if I should write in and complain. <laughs> hey, just going back to what you said, how you feel like you've not been, you know, um, what were your words? You didn't say you, you haven't suffered depression or anything like that, but you have moments. What? How did you explain Sorry. that? <laughs> my tummy just did this really bad rumble that I feel like might have picked might up have on picked the mic. That'll be cool if it this did. It'll is, probably sound um, like a fart. Minute 18. I'm going to check that out. Um, yeah. What was your question? How did you describe that you, how you were feeling? sometimes when you you say you're not like you haven't suffered mental illness but you s- described it some way before I don't know but I okay. feel like all my life I um am an overanalyzer so and I'm a worrier which obviously people could say that you've got like a mild form of anxiety mm-hmm. I have a bit of a um I'm a bit I don't like to use control I don't like to use these terms um loosely like this because obviously there are people with diagnosed anxiety and depression and OCD and all that kind of stuff but I do mm. think I have like um you know like probably it's very normal but I do have minor 
cases of these mental illnesses in a way, but I have learned how to manage them without being medicated. And mm. I think I, 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 I'm not sure how to say this because I don't want to. I mean, yeah. I, I do think I could possibly go on some form of medication to kind of completely even kill me, but I, I'm okay and I ride those waves and I know how to sort myself out. Mm. But in saying that, because I'm an overshare and I'm really open, often I'm feeling these kinds of feels. So then when I do, it's a bit like the boy who cried wolf, maybe. Mm -hmm. So when I do, um, you know, disclose how I'm feeling, sometimes it's a bit like, oh, you know, we know you'll get over it. Just get over Mm. it. But it'll be better tomorrow. And that's fine because a lot of the time it's correct and I am fine. But sometimes it is nice to have some form of... um, person really hearing you is that what you kind of wanted me to talk about yeah kind of I mean I just don't I just didn't know how you described it you said something but I just it reminded me of I don't know who shared this this week it was was like in the last day someone shared an article do you know who it was it's from the New York Times and it was about the headline is there's a name for the blah you're feeling it's called languishing this article, and I don't know who shared it, and it said, yeah, it's called languishing. There's a name for the blah you're feeling. And it's obviously you've felt like this for a long time, like the, how you're describing, but it is this article is written off the back of the COVID pandemic. And I just thought some of it was really well written. So it says, I'll, I'll read you a part of it, languishing. So... <sighs> Languishing is a sense of stagnation and emptiness. It feels as if you're muddling through your days, looking at your life through a foggy windshield. And it might be the dominant emotion of 2021. So as scientists and physicians work to treat and cure the the physical symptoms of long-haul COVID, many people are struggling with the emotional long-haul of the pandemic. Um, And it goes on to say, languishing is the neglected middle child of mental health. It's the void between depression and flourishing, the absence of well-being. So you don't have symptoms of mental illness, but you're not the picture of mental health either. You're not functioning at full capacity. Languishing dulls your motivation, disrupts your ability to focus and triples the odds that you'll cut back on work. So I found that quite interesting because I feel like this is such a big subject and I'm a bit apprehensive to talk about it because I don't know what other people would think of that but I felt like we might be able to relate to that kind of thing that kind of uh, word I can totally relate and that is so I didn't read that Um, I saw it but I didn't go into it so I just want to paint you a picture because I've we've been in lockdown and I move at mama's an online business so I'm still trying to work I'm trying to kind of overcompensate to try and help the more people that are struggling so I'm thinking what else can we do you and me Jess yeah. what else can we do what what can we do we're racking our brain, brains we've got children at home constantly where I'm trying to homeschool three of those people I've got my husband kind of in and, in and around out and about thinking he will like he does great but you know it's he's not a woman so he's not got my brain um <laughs> and I'm struggling because I'm drinking alcohol a lot more I'm not feeling good because of that. I'm eating mm-hmm. crap. So mm. there's a huge middle ground there where it's like, I'm okay, but I'm merely mm. okay. And it's not mm. till this week where I've sorted my shit out and the mm. kids have only gone back today. But from Sunday night, I said, right, I'm not going to be drinking alcohol this week. I'm going to be eating nutritious food. 
um, and I'm going to start to feel back myself. And I'll tell you what, it's just done me wonders. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of people might relate to that. I would, I would think so because, I mean, even me, like I've talked about in the podcast about um, when I was struggling with food and body image and, you know, basically obsession about both. Um, like I, I feel apprehensive to have given myself a title at that stage of my life, but um, I feel like that's, that's how a lot of people would feel now too. Like, oh no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fine, but you know, you're in a bit of a flat low or lull or something that you can't really describe. And I felt this term of languishing or being in a condition of languish might help some people go, oh yeah, okay, that sounds a bit like me and maybe it's helpful in some Totally, because I'm also thinking of a good friend of ours that is very positive and she had a couple of days where she messaged me, I'm feeling so flat today and that's unusual for this person and that's Mm. a really good thing for her to read to know that that's actually okay and it's normal. But yeah, as you were saying, like it it is sometimes hard to talk about this because I don't want people to, um, I don't want to get any messages saying, you know, not that we would, but you get nervous to say that you're experiencing or feeling like this in case of what could come back at you. Like, well, you, how can you talk about that? You don't even suffer from a mental illness. But as we know, we are all walking this journey and we all have our own issues and thoughts and feelings and emotions and overwhelm mm. at times. Mm. And it's just how we deal with them, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think anyone listening would hopefully only have your best interest at heart and would hopefully not say, you know, you can't, you, you're not, you're not one to stand by saying, you know, you're not allowed to say that. I don't, I, I would like to think no one would tell you you're not, you're unable to say that. Um, but you always fear for it and then fear that you're doing it incorrectly for someone who, yeah. Do you know what, um, it makes me think about, you know, it's so crazy because, I we didn't know that the kids were going to go back to school until Tuesday like we found out on Tuesday they were going to go back to school on Thursday but even on Monday after Monday when I didn't know when they were going back I thought that we might have another you know full week or even a week and a half and just from changing my mindset from not eating shit from not drinking too like I you know I just wanted to have a few goals in place I Monday night went to bed feeling so much better and so it's just Mm. such a it's we can do if we can try and think about what you know helps turn those moods around and and implement them yeah um this article has some little tips on it I should share it somehow but I mean one of them is giving yourself uninterrupted time which for some people is very difficult to do but it goes back to and this is obviously relates to are you okay day today too but like it goes back to asking for help and being able to help people feel comfortable to ask for help off you. Like, so making sure, so being, so telling people, you know, tell me if you're not okay, talk to me is one thing, but being able to actually sit there and be available and listen is another thing. And, but that also goes for like providing someone some help so that they can have uninterrupted time as well, maybe like giving them the ability to do that if they don't. Yeah, like so if you were like, oh my God, I'm really struggling. The kids are are being quite difficult. I'm feeling completely overwhelmed. If I can, I could say, right, well, I'll come over and you can go for a walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
little things like that. Um, another thing was focusing on a small goal, and I think that is critical. And I talked, I said something on my Instagram story this morning after having done my workout, like just trying to focus, and especially to those in lockdown still. It, it, it was so important in lockdown more so than today for example in level two but being able to break it down and think about small things or actions that you can take in your day to make you feel better or to get you you know little small wins that you can try to celebrate so that you feel like you're properly living rather than surviving thriving not merely surviving can I just say that last podcast you said that you were looking at my crutch do you know what I've been looking at this entire time my nostrils yeah like real good um real good angle (laughs) it's kind of like the my nostrils look like jelly beans eh they're quite nice you've got a nice tall nose what's it hortonius is that Afrikaans hortonius yeah Mm. hey um we, I'm looking at the time because I've got school pick up soon. I cannot believe how <laughs> fast the days go when the kids are at school. Um, and I've got to make another phone call, darling. So catch you guys later. Sorry if that, that sort of took a turn and we, we, re, we never really turned around from that like conversation. It was, wasn't that many lols in that. It was quite deep. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling that a lot of people would, will relate though. And I sort of, as per, I'm having, a few uh, thoughts in my head that, you know, did we say too much? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you want to add a caveat that you would um, like to say to anybody about what you have talked about or no, you find? Yeah, I do. I think that if people do have mental um, illnesses and, you know, me saying that you just try and think of things to turn your mood around – and implement them that might not be enough for you so you know I'm speaking on behalf of what I I do to sort myself out Mm -hmm. and that's a suggestion for some people but obviously Mm -hmm. there are people out there that can't that that's not enough and I'm thinking of you and you know you just keep going and keep striving to try and thrive in your Mm. way in your best way Mm. and I think you know we are speaking from just personal experience and personal feelings obviously not from places of you know expertise or professionalism well, I got um, a call with a feedback the other day saying I love it how you girls always say that you know you 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 talk within your range within a scope yes well yeah there's no point trying to do otherwise hey um did you want to finish with a quick sparkle spreader because I did get some feedback that people are liking that <laughs> oh really <laughs> Um, yeah, I did have one and now I've forgotten it. I had one at the start of the sesh, but I've forgotten. Have you got one? I had, I did too. Have you forgotten as well? Yeah, I have. We need to write these down, eh? Yeah, um, my sparkle spreader, crikey dick, what was it? Um, one thing was about food and I can't remember what it even was. (laughs) It was something to do with food. I think it was about leftovers and like just, you know, cook, cook additional food so they've got leftovers for a badass lunch because like lunches can be so boring when you have to sort of you know put something together but if you've got leftovers I mean what an absolute treat um you know that you're so right because when I left my appointment this morning she said what's for lunch and I said oh I I think I'll just have some Vogel a Vogel toast with peanut butter and banana and honey because I haven't had that or cinnamon and then I'll have maybe have but before that maybe I'll have a couple of eggs or something or a chickpea I'll make a chickpea kind of salad and then I didn't it didn't really excite me and I got home and then I looked in the fridge thinking I can't even remember what we had for dinner last night 
Dan's away at the moment. Anyway, I opened it and there's this bowl of mints. And we had mints last night and I was just so pumped to have my yep. mints. Yeah, so good. Um, has that given you, I can't remember what my sparkle spreader officially was, but there was definitely something else. And if we remember, we'll pull them into the next one. Um, um, can thank I you. Just, can and I give was, you some sparkle? Yeah, go. It's not really, it's a bit dumb, but like, my four-year-old, who's nearly five, is just so sweet. And, like, I just feel so grateful that – because we kind of ummed and ahed about having a fourth. We always sort of knew we wanted four. but And then, obviously, when it, we found out it was a fourth boy, I thought, how could we have four of the same gender? Righty right. Who is this child? Mm. But he's just such a sweetie. And I just wanted to say a <laughs> shout-out to him because – when I put him, no, you don't understand. When I put him to bed at night, he pulls me in close and he just says to me like, oh, mummy, I love you so much every night. And it's just He's, such a sweetness thing to have. And I'm so grateful for him. So that's my little sparkle spread. I do understand because he is like that to Nina and it's ridiculously cute. And he is like a little puss in boots. Like he just actually looks a bit like puss in boots. It's real weird. Um, and looking at them in that photo at preschool today with having a tea party, Nina with three boys Tay-Tay's age, this is going to be an interesting life. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Nina. Hey, yeah. but I think, I think it's like when you think, when you've got four boys, like people think, oh, it must be so rough and tumble in there. And obviously there is that. But I just think, I feel stoked that, um, you know, he is just such a sweetheart. And uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe really. Mm, no, I can understand. I mean, you've got okay. four and you just, you know, often people make comments about having four of the same gender that aren't that great a comment to receive. Mm. And, you know, you pre prior to him coming into the world, based off these comments, I think you found yourself a bit like swallowing the pill that was what people were saying. I don't know um, where I'm going with this. but oh, I know what you but, mean, but I also here and you're like oh no wonder I had him I was destined to have him yeah you know? and it's almost like I feel sorry for him in a way because possibly he came out being like oh I better be I, I've got to be something a little bit more but nah. he doesn't have to be there you know it's just so ridiculous yeah. but he's such a kind person and I'm just stoked that he is born he was born yeah. to yeah. me okay and that is 34 minutes of Waffle Saturday <laughs> Um, have a really nice rest of your day or whenever you're listening to us and remember that we are here if you're not okay or if you just want to vent we don't yes. mind anyone writing to us you can even yes. ring us if you want yes I would just say I've had so many responses lately and but this is a big thing of ours isn't it is responding to everyone that messages us and um, it's been amazing it, uh, mostly email for me f email feedback about Move It Mama from members and it's been so amazing and I've taken the time to write back to everybody but um, you know if that is a message that is saying that you're not okay and you need some help well we are here we're not professionals but we're here can I just shout out to you, Jess, because you're so good at replying to people and making them feel heard and you do such a good job on that part. Yeah, well, so do you. You get a few more messages than I do. Um, um, we I love just them, say, so thank like, you. Now I'm overanalyzing that I was raving about my child. Okay, yeah, right. Well, let's cut this call before we go into total overanalysis <laughs> mode. Can we'll you just go tell me that I'm okay, that I did that? Well, you're fine, but we'll go and do this off, off the call anyway, okay, won't we? Right. Let's be Thanks. honest. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. 
We'll Thank see you, you next time. Yeah, I keep talking over you. Thank you Let's... for joining us. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>